What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of I Totally Get That, the podcast that gives unsolicited advice about life, friendships, dating, and all that good stuff in between. I'm your host, Nat, and thanks for joining, as always. Um, Before we get started, a couple housekeeping items. If you haven't already, please follow and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, please rate and review this podcast because it helps my show go a very long way. And if you have any questions that you want me to answer on an upcoming episode, maybe you need advice about how to address a conflict, or you, I don't know, want some tips and tricks when it comes to dating, email I totally get that podcast at gmail.com, or you can also leave a text or a voicemail at 818-583-7547. Last but not least, please share this podcast or an episode with someone who you think might also enjoy this content. All right. I am going to share a humble brag, and if you don't care about this humble brag, that's totally fine. I will not take offense if you feel, if you just really want to fast forward through this, but I just want to share because I am not good about celebrating myself, and so this is me trying to pause and celebrate an accomplishment that I've recently had um, because I feel like I'm someone who is just always on the move. I'm always just looking forward to the next goal that I need to accomplish. Like, I feel like I always have a five-year plan. Like, wherever I'm at in life, I already know what the next step is going to be. So as soon as I accomplish one goal, I'm like, all right, let's keep going. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And I just, like, don't give myself time to pause and appreciate the successes that I've had. So this is me trying to do that. So before I share, I will say... I am just super proud of this new opportunity that I have because I was able to get it based off of my own merit. So I had no connections to this opportunity. I didn't know anyone in the space. It was just based off of my experience and the interview process and just who I am. And I think that is just, ah, it just feels really good. Um, and the same with the, my current full-time job. I didn't know anyone at the company. I was just able to get this job based off of my own merit, which is a huge thing. You might be thinking like, okay, who cares? A lot of people get a job or a lot of people get opportunities. But I mean, I'm pretty sure the statistic is probably the same. But I remember years ago reading an article that said like 70% of jobs these days are through an existing connection that a person has at that organization or company. And so for me, just being part of the minority um, percentage of people who just like didn't have a connection and were able to be fortunate enough to land an opportunity is just mind boggling to me. And I just feel really proud of myself. So I applied to um, support an entertainer that I have really admired for the past several years. And I am still just kind of in shock. I feel like I still need to pinch myself. Um, So basically, I'm going to be working for Amanda Seals this summer. 
I am extremely over the moon about it because so if you don't know who she is, she's an actress, a comedian, a black thought leader. Um, she is a podcaster. She's just a brilliant creative. And I really admire her just because I relate to a lot of the experiences that she's had as, as a black woman. Um, for example, she's talked a lot about what it was like to grow up as like the only um, black person in a predominantly white community. Um, she's also talked about how she didn't really tap into her blackness until I think like college or when she became like, you know, an adult and um, was in a new space in New York and just like started to really become integrated and really interested in black culture and just embracing who she is, which is something that's really difficult to do as a woman of color if you've been, if you were raised in a predominantly white community. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, I just really understand whenever she explains um, the experiences that she's had. You know, I think in an episode of her podcast years ago, she talked about how like she was called, I think an Oreo or like, what was it? A coconut? I cannot remember. I think it was like coconut or something, which is like a very derogatory term. Um, it's basically like when people, people are referring to you as being light washed, which is something that I have been called my entire life, um, which is really unfortunate because to me, when people call me whitewashed, I'm like, okay, well, that just is a bad reflection of you because that's you assuming that because I am a black presenting woman that I should be, I should sound a certain way, I should act a certain way, I should dress a certain way, and I should like certain things. And that's just not the case. Like my, my skin color does not define like, I guess, who I am or what I should be or like it, it doesn't decide like what stereotype what stereotype or box I'm supposed to fit into. And so I've just like always struggled with that my entire life. Um, like even something as simple as like a job interview, um, whenever I've had like a phone interview or something and then and, like I meet them in person, they're always surprised because they're like, oh, like you just like look a lot different than what you sounded like on the phone. And it's wild to me that people in a professional setting have the audacity to say that to someone. But yes, I've experienced that so many times. It's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> so anyway, um, I just really admire Amanda Seals because um, she's very honest about that experience. And another thing as well is like she – is not necessarily loved in the black community more so in black hollywood i feel like she kind of i don't want to say blackballed but she's not like a loved um figure and i honestly think it's because she's not afraid to um rock the boat she's not afraid to speak her opinion she's not afraid to call people out and you know, call things out for what they are. Um, she really stands by and advocates for her beliefs and things that, you know, she is really passionate about. And I just really admire that because that's hard to do, especially as someone who has a really, really big platform. Um, so despite all the hate that she gets, I and whether or not I agree with everything that she says all the time, I do admire just like the way she's able to stand her ground um, and just like really be like, Someone who 
is confident in who they are and just so articulate. Like she's so smart and so well read. I'm just like, wow, I need to step up my game. So anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to be working for her this summer and I I'm super excited. I'm going to be doing some digital marketing. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy to be able to learn from her and her team. Um, it is like a very like short time frame that I'll be working for them. But um, I am just like so excited because I've never worked in the entertainment space before. And this is going to be something very brand new to me. And I love being challenged. So I think this is going to be the perfect thing for me to just like keep myself on my toes and continue to learn because I feel like if you are not challenging yourself or putting yourself out of your comfort zone you're never going to grow like growth has to be a little bit uncomfortable sometimes kind of like you know anyone who was an athlete or currently still is an athlete you know that like conditioning is the absolute worst nobody wants to run miles and miles. Nobody wants to do sprints. Nobody wants to do all of these workouts in order to build your stamina, but you know that you have to do it in order to build your endurance, build your skill set, and be a high-performing athlete. Kind of similar to like in life, like you have to put in the work. It's like sometimes, sure, some people have opportunities that just kind of like land in their lap, but most of the time you have to be willing to um, challenge yourself and really put yourself out there. So yeah, I'm just such an advocate for challenging yourself, getting out of your comfort zone, whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert, like don't use that as an excuse or like as a crutch, like just put yourself out there. And I think this is a really good example of me putting myself out there. Um, so yeah, this is a really big confidence boost. Um, if you, again, if you don't know who Amanda Seals is, if you've seen um, the show Insecure on HBO Max, she is the actress that plays Tiffany. So if you haven't seen that show, you should watch it because it's amazing and just incredibly well written. But yeah, that is my good news. So yay, yay me. <laughs> and thanks for listening <laughs> to this humble brag. I want to talk about daddy issues. And I will say, I don't really like the term daddy issues. I feel like it's not really encompassing what exactly I'm going to be trying to get across. But that's the only thing that I could think of that people would like automatically understand what I'm saying. Um, so if you don't know what daddy issues is, it's basically like when um, women – have really complicated or just really um, toxic relationships with men um, because of the lack of a healthy relationship that they had with their father. And so I wanted to talk about this because as I was trying to celebrate myself um, for the recent success that I've had, I kept coming back to feeling like I wasn't worthy of this achievement and feeling like, okay, I need to just move on to the next thing. Like, cool, it's great that I did this, but like, you need to do more. You need to do better. And that is really sad. And I don't like that because 
sometimes or something that has been helping me a lot recently has been like thinking about tough situations that I'm in as if a friend is telling me about this, like I telling me about an identical situation and asking me for advice. Like what would I tell that friend? So if a friend came to me and told me, oh my gosh, I just got a huge job promotion. Um, I didn't think I was going to get it. And um, I kind of feel like I don't deserve it or I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not ready for this or I feel like I'm just not not competent or I just don't hold the skills to do it even though I've worked really hard, yada, yada, yada. I would tell that friend, um, no, you're crazy. You totally deserve this. Like you are absolutely brilliant and incredible and one of the most diligent and just hardworking people that I know. You deserve to celebrate yourself. Like let's go out to dinner and celebrate or like if you don't want to go out to dinner, like how can I celebrate you? Like let me send you a Starbucks gift card or something. Like go treat yourself. And so I have been trying to think about situations like this from that perspective because it helps me to see things through a different lens because I'm so hard on myself. And a huge reason why I'm so hard on myself is because of the relationship that I had with my dad. And I speak in past tense because my dad passed away um, over five years ago. So my dad wasn't really present in my life after sixth grade. Um, But up until sixth grade, when he was active in my life, academics were huge. My dad really pushed me to always be the best, to be the shining star in the class, to be the one who always had perfect attendance, who, you know, was the VIP of the month, who was the outstanding writer, outstanding mathematician of the month, um, because he wanted me to be the best. And that mentality made me develop almost like a, I feel like this constant worry that I had to prove why I deserved love and affirmation. Because I knew I wouldn't really get it unless I had those high achievements to like in, initiate that, that praise. Because if I didn't do those things, I would never, you know, get any type of positivity back towards me. My successes were always challenged or just met with why aren't you doing as well as this peer? Or, you know, you need to do this better. Like there's always room for improvement. You need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. Why didn't you do this? And I think as a kid, like that is a lot of pressure. While I could see the value in, you know, trying to challenge your kid, I think it's also really toxic when you only choose to praise your child or show your child any type of like affirmation or love that they need when they do something really well. Like you should be affirming your child all the time. (laughs) Um, And the fact that I didn't really experience that definitely has – harmed my mentality in the long run, but I'm really trying to work on that. 
And so when I've, as I was thinking about the daddy issues that I have, <laughs> I of course had to look up, you know, what, what are people saying about this? Like what are thought leaders or psychologists saying about this? And so I came across this article and they share some things that um, are results of a father's engagement. So <clears throat> one thing that really stood out to me was that children who feel a, close, a closeness to their father are twice as likely as those who do not to enter college or find stable employment after high school. 75% less likely to have a teen birth, 80% less likely to spend time in jail, and half as likely to experience multiple depression symptoms. And when I think about that, I'm like, holy cow, like I am a rock star because I beat those statistics. I, you know, I was not someone who um, didn't go to college. I was able to earn my bachelor's degree. I wasn't a team mom and I have, you know, never been to jail. Um, and another one that also stood out to me was, um, let me see, what was it? Oh, children who children with actively involved fathers are 43% more likely to earn A's in school and 33% less likely to repeat a grade than those without engaged fathers. And I think, I feel like I was kind of the opposite of all of these statistics because I was trying so hard to, one, I just didn't want to draw attention to myself from like teachers and stuff to know that like something was wrong, but also because this is what I thought I needed to do in order to get more engagement from my dad, which is really, really sad. Um, but I think something that has helped me a lot to work through the quote-unquote daddy issues that I have has obviously been therapy because talking about things is so therapeutic. Um, maybe that's why I like this podcast. <laughs> because I get to vent about things. But therapy just gives you so many tools to learn how to cope and learn how to see things through a different lens and see things like in a way that you have never seen them before. Um, I'm someone, of course, who is extremely hard on myself, someone who's a perfectionist, someone who's a people pleaser because I was always trying to please get attention, get love from someone who I shouldn't have to earn that from, right? At least I don't think so. Maybe some cultures that's the case, but I don't think a child should have to earn their parents' love. And so I just want to say that if you are someone who grew up with an absent parental figure, that you are not alone. Like there are so many people out there who have experienced really traumatic things with a parent or maybe as a result of not having a parent and sometimes it just feels so like isolating it feels like nobody in the world is going to understand or there's also like a sense of shame 
Like I never told anyone about my situation when I was um, a kid and a teenager because I just felt like everything was my fault. I felt like, you know, my dad was basically a kind of like a deadbeat dad um, because of me, because I wasn't doing something well, because I needed to do something better. But really it's like, no, this has nothing to do with me. Like he is fighting his own internal battles. And so I just want to say that you do not have to let the lack of, you know, a father figure or a mother figure dictate your future and how you choose to move forward in life. And of course, that's, as always, a lot easier said than done. But at least, like, try to use me as an example. Um, I've never really gone into a ton of my childhood experience. But I think if you've listened to past episodes, you've kind of gotten the gist that I had a pretty rough childhood. And yet here I am, um, you know, doing my best to thrive, <laughs> doing my my ultimate best to continue growing and learning how to cope with, you know, traumatic experiences that I've had um, and learn how to move forward because it's not easy. I feel like it's not something that you can do on your own. Like if you have, you know, maybe you don't have the means to have a therapist, but you at least need some type of support group or, you know, your own little community of people that can be like, I guess that that can be people that help you navigate this, right? And it's so hard to ask for help or to ask people um, to, you know, show you a little extra love if you're struggling with something like this. Because a lot of times, at least for me, like I don't like to tell people about difficult situations because I feel like I'm just being a burden or I feel like I'm just adding to more stress that they probably have um, in their own personal lives. But I promise you the right people, the right friends, the right mentors will, they will not push you away. They're not going to ignore you or tell you that, you know, you can't talk to them about these things. And if they do, they probably just aren't the right person to connect with. Um, and you just got to find someone else who who you can connect with. And I think it's so much easier now too because we have the wonderful world of the internet and there's so many ways to connect with people virtually, like especially through social media. Um, you can find, I mean, I don't have TikTok, but I know on TikTok there is such a niche, there's such niche groups, uh, like communities on there. Like you can find people who love to garden, people who love cooking with bacon, people who love to review, uh, boba shops. Like you can just find the most random things. And I think, it's almost like there's no excuse to be able to find someone. Like if you put in the work to find a community of people, you can. But anyway, back to the daddy issues. I think dealing with daddy issues is tough because like I said, I feel like there's such a shame tied to it. Like especially when it comes to dating, 
I don't really like to disclose personal information about the relationship I had with my dad. Like it, I, I, it's not until I become extremely comfortable with the person and I really trust that person that I choose to share these things, which is fair. Um, but I often get so scared that my own insecurities and like the daddy issues that I have are going to scare people away because I feel like there's this stigma that like, you know, if you had an absent father, you're probably like, I don't know, promiscuous or you're crazy or, you know, you're just not capable of having a healthy relationship. And that is absolutely not true. It's not true at all. If anything, I feel like I am so much more like emotionally available than some of the people that I know who had both parents in their life. (laughs) Not to hate on those people, but I mean, it's kind of true. Because I put in the work to do that. I put in the work to learn how to cope with this type of trauma. I think because I struggled with the relationship I had with my dad because, I mean, I shouldn't even say relationship because it was non-existent. (laughs) Um, But because of that experience, I really struggle with how I measure my self-worth. You know, I always feel like what I'm doing is not enough or I'm not deserving or I need to be doing better and, you know, I need to keep pushing forward. But I think I try, I think I'm a little bit more like self-aware that he plays a huge role in why I feel these things. And so I'm more actively trying to address like the root of this issue. And... I think that's a win in itself. Like a lot of people don't even really like to acknowledge the deeper reasons why they are the way they are. And they just kind of stay in a rut or they stay bitter or they stay insecure for so long because they're so scared to address these things. And of course, it is scary. It's really scary to talk to a therapist for the first time. It's really scary to just dig deep and understand what your triggers are, why things make you feel a certain way, or how past experiences have influenced how you have developed as a person. Like, that's scary to think about. I totally understand that. But I think it's something that is necessary, especially if you've experienced something pretty traumatic. It's it's going to benefit you in the long run if you choose to address it and you choose to challenge those negative thoughts that creep into your mind because of, you know, having an absent father, having an absent mother, or just having people in your life who constantly put you down or people who you've always felt like you had to earn their love, earn their attention, earn affirmations. I never really thought I would give this type of advice because I just, I don't know, a part of me just really hates cheesy advice because sometimes like I'll be listening to a podcast or I'll be reading an article like a self-help thing or something and it'll be like, look in the mirror and tell yourself 
I am worthy. I am beautiful. And I'm just like, oh, brother, like I roll. I can't do that. It just feels so cringy. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not hating on people who like choose to do that. If that works for you, like that is totally fine. It just does not work for me. I feel so uncomfortable doing that. But I have started to just try to find ways to celebrate myself affirm myself and remind myself that I am worthy of all of these things that I've accomplished. Like I have been able to get to where I am in my career because of the hard work that I've put in, because of like the blood, the sweat, the tears um, that I have really put into being able to achieve these dreams of mine. Um, And I think a good way that I at least something that <laughs> is a little easier for me to do is like whenever I have a win, like, you know, working for a celebrity that I really admire, I will treat myself. So I will, I don't know, take myself to dinner or buy a pair of shoes that I've been eyeing for a really long time or I will share with other people. I am so bad at sharing personal things about my life sometimes, even to people that I'm really close to, because I always have that fear that I am going to be challenged or I'm going to be met with something like, oh, you know, sure, you did that, but like, so did, so did that person. Like, was it even that hard to get this opportunity? Like, why aren't you already above this? Like, why are you only doing an internship? Why aren't you like an executive director by now? You know, like I feel like sharing things like this with people that I'm very close to is actually so helpful because the right people are going to celebrate with you or they're going to like force you to celebrate. Um, And that is that is something that is just so uplifting and sometimes it just serves as a really good reminder of like, holy cow, you are amazing. You do deserve to celebrate yourself. Like stop getting in your head, flick those demons away, (laughs) throw them in the trash because they are wrong and they have no idea what they're talking about. Sometimes I wish that my dad was still alive so that I could just show him all of the things that I have accomplished in my life and just kind of prove to him like I did not need you and I did all of this despite how much you brought me down, despite how you chose to be absent in my life, how you chose to like pretend that I didn't exist And here I am thriving and, you know, living my best life. And I just, I don't know, maybe that is not the right mindset to have, but sometimes a part of me feels like that. And I don't know, sometimes I just think that maybe he is looking down from heaven and just like, dang, like she did that. Something positive that has come out of having daddy issues, I think, is being someone who is very understanding, very uh, forgiving, and 
very kind to others. Like those are three things about myself that I really love because I truly understand how to show people grace. Maybe sometimes I'm a little bit too forgiving, but I really love those things about myself. Um, And I think I am that way because of this experience. Like I think many of us have heard the phrase like, be kind to others because you never know what someone else is going through. Well, that's well, just because you're going through something bad doesn't mean that that's an excuse to act, you know, like a fool. But I think I am more understanding of people when they show an ugly side of themselves because I know that they might be going through something extremely difficult to navigate. Well, sure, I was someone who hit it very well and presented myself in a very positive light to just kind of like throw the scent off of the trauma I was experiencing behind closed doors. There are people who can't do that. There are people who like they outwardly just seem like a nasty person, but it's because of things that are happening behind closed doors that nobody knows about. And so the only like the only way they like know how to act is just not the greatest. And sure, while that's not an excuse, I feel like I really try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I don't know. I really I really like that about myself. I like that I'm forgiving. I think being a forgiving person just helps you a lot because you choose not to hold on to things that are going to make you bitter forever. I just feel like being bitter just makes you ugly. <laughs> and I don't want to be ugly. I think I'm a beautiful person and <laughs> I need to preserve my beauty as long as I can. <laughs> and being bitter is not a way to do that. So um, I just – I really – I just see a lot of value in being forgiving. If anything, I think you forgive others not for them but for yourself because once you've actually like made peace with it, I just feel like it's a weight lifted off your shoulders. Like for me, I feel like I was able to forgive the way that my dad chose to not be engaged in my life. I I forgave him years ago before he even passed away. And I think that has helped me to move on and learn how to grow from the situation. And it's made me so much more resilient. I mean, I would never want to live anything that I've gone through again because it was awful. But at the same time, I am kind of grateful for Everything that I've been through because I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for those experiences. I'm a kind person. I'm an understanding person. I'm a patient person because of my experiences. I, I, I always wonder, like, what would I be like if I had had perfect parents and a great life during my childhood, yada, yada, yada? Like, what would things look like? Would I be an absolute brat? Or would I still be who I am today? Like, I always wonder what my character would be like. So interesting. Um, But I'd really just like to see the positive in things. And sure, having daddy issues is not fun. It's something that you have to work through. But use it as as a way to continue to grow. Because it is always a good thing to grow. 
you never want to be stagnant. Nobody wants to be stagnant because if you're stagnant, it just means that nothing is changing. You're probably unhappy and that's just not good. (laughs) You should always be trying to grow as an adult. Anyway, I feel like I should get off my soapbox. Um, (laughs) uh, I did not think that this episode would take this turn. I wasn't even supposed to talk about this today, but I just started thinking a lot and things just took a turn, which is totally okay. Um, So if you made it this far, listening over 30 minutes to me just blab um thank you i i hope you got something out of this or if this made you think of somebody really close to you um and maybe i said something that would be helpful to them share this episode um tell them to give me a follow and subscribe to this podcast on spotify or apple podcasts and as always please rate and review this podcast because it helps my show go a very long way. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hope you got something positive out of this. (laughs) And I will talk to y'all next time. Bye.